Please don't crash. Please don't crash. Please, Please don't, don't crash. crash. Hello, it's the Media Boat Podcast. All right, it looks like we have waveforms. It looks we have like we're good. Forms. Everything looks good. Uh, we are live right now on YouTube.com with the Media Boat Podcast. My name is Matt. His name is Mike. I'm Mike. He's Matt. It is December the 26th. Six. Is the day after Christmas, Boxing Day for all our British fans. Yep. Um, it is. Uh, this is our final regular episode of the Media Boat Podcast of the year. In case you don't know what the Media Boat Podcast is, we are a podcast about the news, about movies, television, music, and video games. Not necessarily in that order, but in some order thereof. Uh, like I said, last episode of the regular season, we have our specials uh, for our end of the year 2018 wrap-up that we've been doing all week for you guys. Uh, as of recording, two out of four of those are up already. We have our recap of movies that went up on Monday and our recap of television that went up on Tuesday. Tomorrow is Thursday, which means we will have the music. And then Friday's podcast will be all about the year in video games. And we'll also have a podcast going up... Uh, on the 31st. And uh, what is that one exactly? That is our So Long 2018, We Hardly Knew You, Looking Forward to 2019. Got it. All right. So our like final wrap-up show. Yeah, because there's some... It's basically talking about stuff that we didn't talk about yeah. within the our individuals wrap-up sessions. Yeah. And then also stuff that we don't cover here... But or just stuff that happened in general in 2018. Yeah, so uh, look forward to that. But in the meantime, this is our last regular show. And if you're not familiar with our format, that means we're just going to give you the straight news. So, And we always start with the weekend box office. Let's get into it. So, yes, we start with movies and we won? always start with the weekend box office. And this week we had a brand new number one of all the uh, movies vying for your Christmas dollar. One stood above the pack, and that was Aquaman. Uh, DC's Aquaman made $67 million. Congratulations, Jason Momoa and James Wan. Yeah. You can now proudly show number one film in America in all your commercials now. Actually, the, the, I've seen the commercials, and they're saying number one movie in the world. Oh, so it must have uh, got an international release, too. <laughs> yeah. $72 million total for that thing so far, domestically. Number two, just under, uh, just underneath there, uh, about a fifty, uh, eh, give or take, fifty million a deficit here between the two. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns also debuted uh, this week, twenty three million dollars. That's quite a dip for, Di- especially for a Disney film. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, maybe marketing wasn't there. I feel like I didn't see that many trailers before it came out. I know I saw now Aquaman seeing, trailer everywhere. Exactly, but now I'm seeing nothing but Mary Poppins stuff. Okay. But I don't know what happened. Uh, hopefully that thing will make more money over uh, the towards New Year here. Right, as um, it gets some award nominations yeah, or it'll, stuff. Yeah, it'll benefit. It's, it has to win awards, I think, for people to see it, which is an unfortunate double-edged sword there. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it would do better, too. I think this is a surprise for sure. I know. Uh, number three, uh, coming in number three, the other big action uh, debut this week, Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee came in just under Mary Poppins with twenty one million dollars. Uh, yeah, but apparently it's critically good. <laughs> yeah, people like it, which is weird because it's a Transformers movie, which are traditionally shat upon. Right, so, and stars surprise. John Cena. John Cena. Uh, but yeah, and then number four, Spider Man into the Spider Verse continues. 
uh, with another $16 million. Uh, that's up to 64. It'll probably make 100 by the year end. Probably by the year. Um, uh, the Mule is your number five movie. That's the Clint Eastwood drug mule no, movie. No, not by year end, because like, this is year end. But it's it's run. Next week, right? Yeah. It has another week to make some more money. To make 40 mil? Yeah, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, The Mule made uh, $9 million uh, coming in at number five. If you're wondering about the other uh, notable movies here, we have two more uh, that we want to mention. Two more new releases. Second Act uh, came in at number seven with $6 million. That was the J-Lo Working Girl movie. Yes. Um, and then lastly, Welcome to Marwin with Steve Carell made a measly $2 million this week and is at number nine. Uh, that's another commercial mm-hmm. I saw everywhere, too. Big bomb. Um... Upcoming, uh, there's still movies uh, coming this year. Only a couple more uh, next week or today, I guess. Today, I say yes. Uh, Holmes and Watsons, uh, the uh, John C. Riley, uh, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell comedy vehicle, uh, comes out, and also Vice, the critically acclaimed Adam McKay directed and written. Yes, those are out. Dick Cheney to, na- to now, right today. now. So there is it. no Friday release. Actually, don't go go and see them. Uh, watch our podcast first, and then later yes. go see them. <laughs> All right, those are your upcoming releases. So let's roll into movie news. Unless you saw any movies, I did not unfortunately see any movies. I saw a movie. I was too busy. Yeah, I saw a movie. What did you see? <laughs> it's not what you think it is. I saw a movie that is, was uh, seasonally appropriate for Christmas Eve. I watched The Princess Switch on Netflix. Uh, that's <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens and Vanessa Hudgens. In Vanessa Hudgens? So it's a, it's a Prince and the Pauper thing. Oh, it's a parent trap thing. There's a regular Vanessa Hudgens, which is a, who is a baker from Chicago, who meets Princess Vanessa Hudgens, who is actually a duchess being married to a prince. They switch lives because they look exactly the same. And so it she sounds hangs. like a Hillary Duff yeah. film. Thing. Yeah, pretty much. So she, oh yeah, no, this thing, like tonally, jumped out of two thousand three. Like <laughs> everything about it could have happened fifteen years ago. It was true. You couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, no, you wouldn't have been. You would have been able to write that movie fifteen years ago. But yeah, it's definitely that kind of movie. Think Disney Channel original kind of vibe to it. It's very much a cheesy romance thing for Christmas. You kind of missed your opportunity to see this if this sounds appealing because it's not seasonally. Uh, uh, appropriated anymore but if you were on if this was on your radar you probably saw it last week but yeah it's fun it's cheesy fun but Vanessa Hudgens I don't know cheesy goodness so yeah that's exactly what you think it is okay Uh, moving on then into movie news our first uh, bit of news is a follow up about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse guess what Uh, they have a fun nod in the movie uh, about a character making a Christmas album. Well, that joke came real. Yes. Uh, the, the Sony Pictures Animation is releasing a soundtrack uh, featuring the Christmas songs, uh, uh, like, I guess, include in the movie. I haven't seen the movie. Are there Christmas I songs know. in the movie? So, no. In the movie, they make a joke about Spider-Man's success. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I sold merchandise. I went on talk shows. I made a Christmas album. Oh, okay. And so they made that Christmas album. And so that Christmas album joke... Yeah. Is now an actual thing. Okay, so it's a Christmas album of Spider-Man themed Christmas songs. Yes, I guess. Uh, including you have down here. Chris Pine has a rendition of something called Spidey Bells. Yes, uh, Chris Pine um, plays Spider-Man in that universe, and so yeah, he's <laughs> that's his voiceover in the beginning, and then that's him as Spider-Man, and he'll be singing some Christmas tunes. Yeah, 
Weird. Uh, but yeah, it's called A Very Spidey Christmas, and it was released on the 21st, and you can download it just in time for Christmas. Oh, wait, it was yesterday. Oh, wait, that happened already. <laughs> Next up, we have news about... Well, actually, it's a lot of news about Jordan Peele this week. Big yes. week for him as he released another trailer for Us, his next film. You mean his first trailer? Or, I guess that was a teaser last time, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, a trailer for Us, his next film, uh, coming out in 2019. But also, he has uh, he's announced that they're taking uh, submissions over at his production company, Monkey's Paw, for screenplays. Yay! He says uh, that there's an online form uh, where anybody can submit their script for consideration. However, in the fine print, it does state that there's no confidential relationship between you and the studio, which means that people at the studio can talk about your screenplay with whoever they want. And that could develop... Uh, other studios could get word of that and make a similar script if they deem necessary. Uh, so, yeah, it's not exactly how it is when you have an agent yes. in actual Hollywood... Uh, but still kind of cool that they're kind of yeah. opening the door to uh, scripts. Which is good because Jordan Peele's two films, Get Out and Now Us, yeah. are really weird. So if you have a really weird, inventive screenplay yeah, they're original. with layers in yeah. your story, give it a shot. I mean, the worst they could do is sell it to someone else and they make money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. That is the worst that could happen. <laughs> It's terrible. It's not the best I said the worst that could happen. It's the worst thing that happened. All right, anyways, uh, moving on. Our next story is about... Hey, did you like Jumanji, the reboot? It was was okay. I had not a lot of complaints about it, Uh but I know that it made a lot of money. Do you want another one? Not particularly. Well, too bad. (laughs) They're making another Jumanji. The sequel will begin filming on January 21st. The filming locations have finally been revealed... The original film was shot in Hawaii, but this time the film will shoot in Atlanta, Los Angeles, and Canada. This sounds like a bunch of green screen stages. Yeah, for around four months. There's no official title for the sequel, but there is a release date of December 13th, 2019. So yeah, they went to Hawaii to shoot the jungle scenes there, mm-hmm. but yeah. This sounds like, yeah, they're going to go to the cheaper route this time. It sounds like it. Which is fine. That movie is mostly special effects from what I understand. It is. So it's fine. Doesn't Probably won't make a difference. I don't think so. Uh, remember, by the way, remember that quaint time, speaking of 2003, remember that quaint time where it was a big deal that, that um, what was that movie? Sky Captain of the World of Tomorrow was going to be completely in front of green screens. Yeah. And we all thought that was so crazy. What, what a, a crazy deal. concept. Why would they ever do that? That's just, why? Just just do it in front yeah. of real stuff. Now that's every single movie. It is. Like Avatar, after, especially after Avatar. After Avatar. And like, oh, especially with billions dollars. Especially with now Marvel, like oh, a lot yeah. of it being green screen. And every single one of those. Computer animated. It's like, oh, well, I guess we really don't need, yeah. need, need a background. Craziness. All yeah. right. Next up, we have the return of one of my favorite features. Uh, this is only making a return because I don't believe we've done it this year. No, I don't know if we have. Maybe a long time, like in maybe the earlier, the, maybe the year. yeah, maybe back in January, February. But it's before time we for be, before we get out of this year, yes. we have to do it one last time. It's time for the, the bits. bits, the bits, the All right. bits. We got some bits for you. Um, All right, which is what we call since it's been a while since we did this bit. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since, uh, 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 but 
There are little stories, little stories that didn't make sense to have entire segments dedicated to Basically, them. Basically, uh, rapid fire, lightning round, you could call it. Yeah, it's stories that are out there that we're going to tell you that happened, but because there's no actual details behind them, we can't really go into detail yeah. about them. So here are the bits. First up, Black Mirror, the new series, uh, the new season, I guess. Well, I guess that was very British of me to call it a series. This is a series. Uh, yes. Will feature a choose-your-own-adventure. Uh, on Netflix, uh, they've already had shows in this format. Some children's shows, some adult shows. And this will have five-plus hours of footage for this. Uh, so you will choose how the story uh, pans out. And you might not see all of this footage. It's quite an undertaking. Yeah, that's pretty crazy uh, that they shot that much. Uh, but yeah, that would be really cool because it will be form a lot of those water cooler moments where you're like, hey... So what did you do in Black Mirror? So if you do one? this this choice with this choice and this choice yeah. and this choice, eventually there's a frog. Dude, I want a frog. <laughs> okay, if just, if, if I want a frog to show up. Just like somewhere just a Black random Mirror. frog. Yeah, I just saw this frog. That's how it ended. Yeah. Everybody became frogs. I, I don't understand how I got there, but it's a thing. And then apparently. one frog like opened up its mouth and it was like, cell phones are ruining us. And then it cut to, to, cut to black and then the episode was over. But we don't know. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. All right. We have, there's, still, there's still no release date for Black Mirror. No, but we'll see. First trailer for us, as I mentioned, uh, by Jordan Peele is out. Yep, it is creepy. Don't also, know what's going on in that thing. Yeah, also we got a trailer uh, for uh, a new Men in Black movie called Men in Black International. Because they couldn't do domestic anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's this... named after where it'll make its money. Probably. Uh, this stars Liam Neeson yep. as the boss, uh, Chris Hemsworth as the lead man, yeah. and uh, I don't remember her name, but she was in Thor, Ragnarok, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, thank you. Yes. But uh, the most, uh, I think the, the most promising thing about this is either uh, one of them, uh, either the Hemsworth or, or, or Liam Neeson. Neeson. Uh, will uh, rap the title song. I don't think so, but <laughs> apparently one of them will be the spy because you don't get Liam Neeson without him yeah. being some kind of heavily involved He has to be aspect. a badass. He has to be a badass. Yeah. He's Liam Neeson. You don't yeah. cast Liam Neeson unless you're going to have him do something ridiculous. Also, this officially puts down any reverse of that Man in Black 21 Jump Street crossover. Uh, I want that to be real. Maybe. Maybe what they'll do is that there'll be a cameo appearance of those two characters in this movie. That'd be so great. Just like, just really briefly, like they, they're they like trying to solve something in a bar and they're like in the corner drinking or something. That'd be pretty good. We'll see. Anyway, also in the bits, Angelica Houston will be in John Wick Chapter 3. Yes, there is a John Wick Chapter 3. 3. Um, sure. That's unknown details about it, cool but for it's somebody. happening. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, which is the sequel to Wonder Woman, uh, is finally uh, has wrapped production. Yes, uh, I think it, the official title was Wonder Woman 2016. Yes, because <laughs> Wonder Woman 2016. Yes. No, this is Wonder Woman 1984, which comes out in 2019. Yes, <laughs> figure that out. And then, uh, yeah, that's it for uh, for a bit. So that's it for movie news. A little quick quick segment this week for the year. It's done. It's done. Which means it's time to move on to television, and we always start television 
with Mike Sports Corner. So I'd like to say a heartfelt congratulations to all of you who won your fantasy football Super Bowls this past weekend. Congratulations. And I'd like to give a big F you to Jared Cook. <laughs> <laughs> who failed you. Who failed me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I ended up losing my championship by two points. Thank you, Jared Cook, for only getting two points the entire game. Aw. Uh, you should have caught more passes and just a big... <laughs> F you to Oakland right now because uh, this last weekend was the last Raider game in the Oakland's Coliseum as they will be moving to Las Vegas start of next Pack season. Packing up, moving out. Yep. Um, I didn't actually see the end, but apparently there was like Twitter chatter of the fans storming the field at the end oh, of geez. the game. Yeah, just to feel it to, just under to, their feet. Just to basically say this is our home. Yeah. And basically stick it to Oakland's general yeah. management for moving the team. Hashtag Raider Nation. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, like, one of the guys asked a security guard if he would get stopped. He's like, I'm a Raider fan first. Uh, <laughs> that was his response. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, what else yeah. in sports? Uh, first up you have here, if you want me to read what you have written. Uh, Saturday is the college playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. So Clemson so. versus Notre Dame and Alabama versus Oklahoma. Yep. Um, good luck to your college playoffs. It's been a month in the making. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it's bowl week this week. Yeah. Uh, check your local listings for your favorite team. To what yep. bowl they're playing. Get your Tostitos ready for the Fiesta Bowl. It's no longer the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. I know. Bowl. It will it's be the PlayStation Fiesta It's Bowl. always in my heart. It is. The Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. It is. Delicious. But, yes. Um, <laughs> check check uh, for fun bowl names yeah. and sponsorships. Yeah, always. And, yeah, and bowl games. Here, yeah. Uh, this also means it's the last week of the NFL before the playoffs. Playoffs. Yes. Sunday. Sunday is the last week of the NFL, and we have a flex game. Uh, flex games are when the NFL deems a game deems a game too important to just be played in normal broadcast settings. That they flex it yeah. to prime time. Yeah, it's important. Uh, this week it is the Colts versus the Tennessee Titans. Wow, okay. where the winner will go to the playoffs because. Colts are among um, one, two, three, four, five, six teams that are on the bubble. So the there's last six, spot six teams trying to fight for three yeah. positions. So that would be the Colts, the Ravens, the Vikings, the Titans, the Eagles, and the Steelers. Yes. Okay. What's your picks? What do you? Th- who do you think are the the playoff teams to watch? Um, the Colts. Mm-hmm. They have a great defense now. They have a great run game and 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 luck in the passing game. Yep. They are dangerous if they get into the playoffs. Number two, the Saints. They are the top team right now. Really? Uh, they are a high-scoring offense. They have a lot of weapons on offense. Their defense needs... It, they stop people. Okay. And they have the best record in the league. All right. Uh, the Bears will be fun to watch as rookie head coach Matt Nagy takes a team that was sub-500 last year. Basically sub-500 pretty much all of Jake Cutler's years. <laughs> and for the first time in this... Since they basically won, were in the Super Bowl ten years ago, are going to make the playoffs. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Uh, they're good this year. Who knew? And Mitch, the truth, Trubisky. <laughs> uh huh. That's his nickname. It's stupid. It's Go great. On. Uh, is is on fire <laughs> as a quarterback right now. Okay. Don't put him out. Um, <laughs> True. Yes. Also, look out for the Rams. Basically, I think the winner's going to come out of the NFC between the Rams, like it, yeah. the Saints, or the Bears. All right. 
And it'll be interesting to see who they come out out of the NFC, AFC. I'm just glad that I haven't heard anything positive about the Patriots this season. Oh, they... they so, want, want your positive thing about the Patriots? Okay. They... Give it to me. For the 10th year in the row, they have won the division. Damn it. It's disappointing. I about this was disappointing. There's only been one year <laughs> where the Patriots did not make the playoffs under Tom Brady. Ew. And that was his first year when he came in after an injured Drew Bledsoe. Gross. Gross. I hate it. All right, let's move on, <laughs> Ben. Uh, anything else on sports before we move out of sports? LeBron got injured. Yeah, LeBron got hurt. And then he said something dumb. Uh, he quoted 21 Savage lyrics and got in trouble. He did? Yeah, that's that. the other thing I heard about him this week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I was watching that game. He, he basically overstretched uh, his groin. Mm-hmm. He said he heard a pop, but MRI yeah. came back negative. So he's listed his day-to-day. Okay. But the Lakers still won. They beat Golden State without LeBron. Well, that's something, I guess. Yep. That's something. All right, let's move out of sports then and talk about television news. All right. If you are on the Netflix uh, trick, trick, like if you've heard anything about Netflix recently, it's probably been about Friends. People binge watch Friends. People love Friends for some inexplicable reason. Uh, it is super popular, especially on Netflix, where it is the only game in town for streaming it. Uh, but the deal with Netflix to show Friends almost went away. So it would have ended as of. December 31st, 2018. Yeah, end of the year. End of the year. Well, fans were in uproar when this news got out um, that Friends was going to be removed from Netflix. So the deal was renewed. It will continue through 2019, thanks in large part to the new deal that made to the tune of $80 million and $100 million. Somewhere in that range. Somewhere no exact number there. was given. The new deal will remove the exclusive part for Netflix as... Warner Media looks to launch its own streaming service, which we talked about before, yes. next year. Today, all six lead actors from Friends receive 2% of syndication income, or $20 million each per year, since the show still brings in $1 billion annually. So, that, uh, so I don't think they're hurting for money, which means you yeah. will not see a reunion anytime soon. No, no, they have no reason to do it, and yeah, that's, this explains, though, why... Uh, the show was going to be off of Netflix because Warner was like doing the Disney thing and being like, eh, this is ours. Hey, we're people gonna, love we're Friends. put this where we get the money. Yeah, it's like people love Friends. Let's yeah. just put it on our own for free where we can we pay minimal dollars to keep it running. But it's back, so people will still have their friends to binge on Netflix for another year. Also, real briefly, um, good, that's <laughs> a pretty good deal. To get twenty million a year for doing nothing. I know, right? Well, not nothing. They they're all working in some capacity. David Schwimmer is working. David Schwimmer is doing a bunch of episodes of Will and Grace. Oh, is he, he has, still on there? He's a recurring character on there. I oh, don't know is he why. still on there? Uh, then uh, Lisa Kudrow. Um, I don't know. She's Lisa Kudrow. She deserves it. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. I don't know. He was doing other stuff for a while. Jennifer Aniston. Still needs to run Jennifer those Aniston is Jennifer Aniston. She does movies now. Like, she's a movie star. She also does commercials for no reason. And commercials <laughs> for, like, Activia and stuff. Uh, 
It, it's though she's for like lotion and stuff. Yeah. So. Courtney Cox did had another hit series in Cougar yeah, Town. Courtney Cox was was working. Yeah. Yeah, they're all working. It's just yeah, they're just not they're not regulars on anything right now. I think and Matt LeBlanc there. Matt we LeBlanc rounded off the cast episodes, for you guys. The episode's over. Well, he was also doing Top Gear for he's, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he was doing Top Gear. Because Kudra was on uh, the comeback for a while, but mm. I think that's over too. Yes. So, anyways. Let's move on. We can't talk about the Friends Forever. Friends Forever is a different show. Uh, uh, but we can talk uh, about, uh, unfortunately, about Kevin Spacey. No, this is good news. He was in the news this week. But yeah, well, first for bad, dumb, a video thing that he tried to get viral. And then oh, also, yes. where, where, where he spoke to people as Frank Underwood, even though so Frank stupid. Underwood wasn't in the last season. By the way, I ended up not watching that last season. Good I call. Didn't, well, one, because, like, today's politics is too hectic for even me to keep oh, up with. Yeah. So why do I want to follow fake politics, fake politics at that point? too much at this point. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but uh, the other thing that happened about Kevin Spacey is he's gotten his charge. The actor will face a charge of felony sexual assault and will be arraigned on a charge of indecent, indecent assault and battery at Nantucket District Court on January 7th, 2019. This was the alleged assault that took place uh, with a male victim. At a Nantucket bar in July 2016, we previously uh, reported this when this was um, this got out to the public. Uh, but yes, uh, he's gotten his comeuppance, so uh, we won't be seeing much of Kevin Spacey anytime soon. All right, let's Great. move on. Yep, to I got nothing to say for yeah, the man. That's all we need to say. Let's move on to our next story, which is a follow-up about the TV series of Lord of the Rings over at Amazon. You mean the one? Billion dollar series? That extremely expensive deal that was made. Lord of the Rings television series. So that New Ze- the New Zealand government is getting involved. They're threatening the production of the series as Amazon executives meet with economic development Mister uh, uh, Minister sorry, of New Zealand, David Parker, to express their concerns about a lack of studio capacity in Auckland, where they are uh, presumably shooting this. Uh, well, they would be shooting them because yeah. that's where Lord of the Rings was shot right. in New Zealand. So at $1 billion, the series is said to be the most expensive television series in history and uh, possibly one of the most lucrative for the country of New Zealand. The studio is aware of the problem, but is optimistic that they can announce a successful resolution with Minister uh, by next month. So this wasn't only for economic purposes, but it was also for environmental purposes as well as as you bring in that influx of people they're going to be wanting to shoot on location yeah constantly yeah and what will that do to endanger the environment right right it's a lot of questions to be answered i'm sure if you're the new zealand government uh even though those movies were super successful there's no guarantee that this will be so that's like they have to really weigh the 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 bound, like weigh the pros and cons here, yes, here. pros and cons for sure all right uh next up uh, Paley Fest is happening. Uh, this is the annual uh, uh, TV festival uh, put on by the, uh, the Paley Institute, I guess. It's yes, called. it is the Paley uh, Institute. It's the 36th annual uh, Paley Fest. Uh, it has uh, among the events that are happening at the fest uh, is a special Parks and Rec 10 year reunion, 10 years since the beginning of the show. T- yes, 10 10 uh premiered. Uh, on its hands, and tickets for it are a hot commodity. Uh, there have been many reunions of Parks and Rec since its final episode. Not many, many, many. M I N I. Yes. Uh, but this will be the first time the actors and creators will be all in the same room for one. Other shows include uh, that are, I guess, having panels will include uh, This Is Us and Pose, and the full slate of panels will be announced on the fourteenth. Yes, uh, these are just what they've confirmed so far, 
But a Parks and Rec reunion. Yeah, I had what? one of those. I had one of those. Oh God, really? Moments when I saw that the premiere of Parks and Rec was ten years ago. Yeah, I was like, shoot, that's that doesn't feel like ten years ago. Two thousand eight. Yeah. 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 That that terrible first season that happened. I don't know. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't as good as what was to come. Yes. All right, that's it for television news. Did you uh, watch anything? Did I watch anything that was television? Uh, no, it's still everything's on break right now. So yes. I'm in the middle of shows. Yes, but for those of you who are interested in still watching it, The Orville will premiere yeah. in 2018 as promised. Ew. The last Sunday in 2018. Um, so technically... Gross. In the fine print, they'll still say... Season 2 premiere, 2018. Even though it's like December 29th, 2018. <laughs> Disgusting. It, it, it got its premiere this year. Disgusting. Alright, let's move on. Uh, cancellations and renewals. Alright, cancellations and renewals. First up, we have a renewal over at Showtime. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Uh, Ray Donovan uh, will get renewed for a seventh season. I do believe that is like one of their only hits. Will that end Billions? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the Showtime show right now. Right. Uh, so it makes sense that they would keep it going. It's going to hit a Dexter lull. <laughs> Probably. If it hasn't already. I if actually don't already. know anybody who watches Ray Donovan. I watched the first two seasons. Yeah, okay. Because my dad wanted to watch it, and I did not watch it anything like after. It seems like a your dad show. It seems it is, like a dad show. It is a very Dads dad show. Dads probably really love Ray Donovan. Probably. All right, next, uh, over on NBC, Marlon... Cancelled after two seasons. That's the Marlon Wayne show, yes. Marlon. Cancelled. Also cancelled on NBC, Midnight Texas. That's the Texas at Midnight show. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> and uh, also cancelled over at Sci-Fi after five seasons, Z Nation, which I presume was a zombies show. Yes, uh, that is cancelled, but there will be a prequel to that uh, that is currently shooting and will premiere next year. Okay. Uh, according to this list, we have no deaths. So that means... Yeah, uh, there was one, but I didn't... I think it was like a producer who died, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we would read them if we had them. Uh, if I thought it was important, I would have written it down. Wow. Wow. Okay, if I thought it was significant... Uh, news from the front. Another dad likes Ray Donovan. Another dad likes Ray Donovan. <laughs> it is a dad show, then. Dad show. Ray Dad. Ray Dad of it. Ray Dad of it. <laughs> Call it that now, Showtime. <laughs> Alright, that means we move out of television and into the Billboard charts. Alright, and we always start Billboard with the 100? <laughs> yes, your Hot 100, which is your singles chart, uh, topped again this week by Ariana Grande's Thank You Next. Some would say the best song of 2018. I was not that person, Some but there are it. people who say that. Um, and then following that, number two... Halsey with Without Me. Number three, Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. Number four, Sunflower, Spider, which is, I guess, off the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse uh, soundtrack uh, by Post Malone and Sway Lee. And then rounding out your top five, Happier by Marshmallow and Bastille. Moving on to your Billboard 200 chart, which is your albums chart, if it'll load here. <laughs> Ray Donna dead. It's <laughs> good, too. That's good, too. Thank you, viewer. Uh, uh, your number one album this week 
Debuting at number one, Kodak Black with Dying to Live. Premiering at number one? Dying to Live. I'm going to say that one more time. Dying to Live. By Bodak... Or by Bodak... <laughs> yeah. That's no, something else. By Kodak Black. Uh, followed by number two, Championship... Let's see. You know you can mute that. I'm trying to... No, I'm trying to <laughs> expand this so I can see what the actual title of this Meek Mill album is. It's not going to All right, me. so it's Meek Mill. Some cha- starts with championship. Champions and beer bottles at Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> number three, Stars Born Soundtrack. Number four, Christmas by Michael Buble. And number five, the soundtrack for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Hey! Debuting into the top five this week. All right, that is it for Billboard charts. So let's move into the upcoming releases. New music it doesn't return until um, uh, January 11th, but we do have one release this week. Palisades with Erase the Pain. They decided to put out an album. Yes. I don't know. Oh. Let's move uh, into music news. Well, let's stick with the billboards. Okay. As we have a record setter, maybe? Uh, yeah, I guess we do. Well, we have a Spotify record that's been broken. Well, not before that. By... Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, I skipped ahead. We do have a Billboard 200 record that's been broken. Uh, and it's by the most predictable album uh, that it could be by because it's the album that's been on the chart the longest and the most, like, like weeks or something. I forget what it is. But yes, Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon uh, has now been on the Billboard 200 for 939 straight weeks, which is over 18 years total. Uh, which means for it to cross 1,000 weeks... It's going to take about another year and a half. Yeah. It is the most of any album currently on the list, and it is currently sitting at 172. The reasoning uh, being probably because every time, uh, every for every college student, uh, there's at least one copy of Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a fact. Every, you go to college and they hand you, uh, when they hand you uh, your, your syllabus for your first class, they also hand you a copy of Dark Side of the Moon. And you're supposed to mm-hmm. read it and listen to it at the same time. And, and it, it have this connects, weird, man. Yes, it just, just weirdly makes sense It together. connects. <laughs> but then... <laughs> but then also you watch a, your, your college's uh-huh. football games. Uh-huh. But you play the record backwards at the same time. The dark Side of the Moon backwards. And weirdly, they'll score. Yeah. Like, great play will happen right as the the They'll learn exactly 666 points. <laughs> And the devil will show up. It's pretty. It's pretty boss. You should try it. All the, right. The Arizona Sun Devils will show up. Yes, the Arizona Sun Devils. All of them will show up in your room. Uh, moving on uh, to Spotify records that have been uh, surpassed. Mariah Carey and her timeless Christmas song "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Some would say the best Christmas song. I mean, that thing has bought in yachts. <laughs> Personally, do you have a yacht because of um, because of all I want for Christmas is you? No, nope, but I'm sure someone Somebody who made that yacht. record bought a yacht because of that record. Maybe. Or that, that, that record, but that song. that song. But it just broke the global Spotify record for the most streams in a single day. I wonder what day that what was. what day that was? <laughs> Christmas Eve, of course. Uh, 10.8 million streams in one day. The previous record, by the way, was held by... XXX Tentacoin, or Triple X Tentation, I believe is how you say his name, for a single sad exclamation point 
which uh, had 10.4 million streams on one day in June, I, June 20th, uh, or June 19th. Yeah, the the day after his, right, death. his death. That's kind of crazy, uh, but it's fitting for if any of the Christmas songs were going to do it, it was that one. You know what this also means? What everybody has Spotify. Yeah, that just shows show you that millions, millions of people have Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we have a sad story, and I, I heard about this one uh, after it happened. In Indonesia, there was a band uh, named Seventeen uh, who was performing a tsunami hit while uh, during the performance uh, uh, in the islands of Java and Sumatra. Two of the band members are among the 222 people killed uh, from the event, and three members of the band are still considered missing. The remaining band and crew are suffering from injuries and broken bones. The tsunami hit without warning following the eruption of Te'anak Krakatoa Volcano. Uh, that means it was an underwater volcano. Yeah, between the two islands. Uh, so yeah, our hearts go out to the victims, um, uh, the families of the victims, mm-hmm. uh, those who are recovering from the, the, the tsunami, um, and the band as they kind of pick up the pieces, and I'm sure... Yeah, tsunamis are no joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. They're... they're... Insane. It's insane, and uh, for all you guys that are like sharing the video or pictures of the stuff, please stop. Like, it's not helping anybody to just play it in an animated GIF over and over and over again. Uh, yeah, stop doing that. All right, let's move on. I didn't realize that was a thing. It was happening on Twitter. Okay, uh, and people were like, "Yeah, being pissed off," and they're like, "No, stop that." Stop I didn't know that was it. Okay. Yeah, stop Next it. up, uh, so we have this is actually a follow up to a story that we covered. Three years ago on this podcast, uh, we mentioned that uh, Jerry Heller, uh, former uh, manager of uh, the NWA, uh, was, uh, of late, I should say, he is dead, uh, was suing uh, the film Straight Outta Compton for $110 million. Well, the lawsuit is at last being dismissed by a California judge. The lawsuit, way back when, alleged that the film used Jerry's name and likeness without permission, and that he was painted as a bad guy and a sleazy manager who took advantage of the rap group. This is all true. Uh, Heller died two years ago at the age of 75. But yeah, it's no longer a case now. The judge threw it out saying it's a biopic. Biopic? It's a biopic. It's a biopic. Get over it. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, that's it for television, or, wow, music news. Music news. We're going so quick, I didn't even know where we were. I know, we're only at, like, just over the half hour mark here. Alright, well, let's roll right out of this, then, uh, did you listen to any music this week besides Christmas music? I sure didn't. I sure did not. Well, yes, I did listen to some music, actually. Yeah. But, for that, you'll have to listen to tomorrow's podcast. Oh, we'll talk about that tomorrow yeah we will all right moving on then to video games all right and we have new no new releases we have no new releases but that means we get to roll right into the news all right first up blizzard our our irvine company yes our neighbors in irvine uh the company has been quietly cutting costs as we mentioned uh kind of follow up last story last week's story about heroes of the storm you're right um, and employee, uh, including employee buyouts, a broadening of the finance department, and a limitation of budgets for any team at the company that isn't directly making video games. The employee buyout rules have been relaxed and opened up as before it was only available to those in customer service, who had worked there over five years, but recently opened that up to QA and IT positions, and have lowered the number of years required to take a buyout. This is in contrast to the hiring of its game development teams and new games, 
in franchises of Diablo and Overwatch. So, but they have a, is re- like moving some things around. Yeah, they're they have a cute name for it. Okay, it's called um, Crossroads. So I think I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, it's not on that story. I thought it was. It's called Crossroads something. Okay. But yeah, it's basically like oh, career crossroads. Career is what it's crossroads. Yeah, like um. you, like you've done this for five years and you want kind of want to do something new, so they will pay you. Yeah. To leave the company, <laughs> which is really really nice, and like that's a thing that I think other other companies should offer more often. And I'm glad they're opening. I'm glad Blizzard is opening that up to multiple. Uh, multiple kinds of jobs so that way if you're just over testing and you don't want to be a tester anymore you're not just off on the streets trying to figure out what you're going to do next Mm -hmm. it's really smart it's a nice thing but also blizzard's a really big and kind of powerful company yeah or at least they were until activision got involved it's they still really are blizzard on your uh, resume is going to get you some places in the video game industry for sure Yes, oh yes, it definitely will. Oh yeah. Alright, let's move on. Our next story is yet another story about the tumultuous year that Fallout 76 has had since its release. But this is a maybe good? Or this is kind of like an apology Yeah, in a way. Thing. For anyone that has logged into Fallout 76 during 2018... Which means there's still about five days left for you to do it. They will get three free games next month. Fallout 1, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics. Players will get the games as part of the Fallout Classic Collection, which was originally available as a pre-order bonus for the game, but now will be available for anybody who's logged in. The games have been available for free before, and the deal will apply to those on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC players. I believe previously this was a PC-specific thing mm-hmm. uh, that now is getting console release. Yes. Uh, but how do you feel about that? Pre-orders that are just being givenly, willfully out there? I think this is, like you said, a smart apology in a way. I mean, I don't know if I would care about getting these games for free because, as the story mentions, they've been available for free in previous like editions as well. Mm-hmm. And also, Fallout Tactics sucks, well, so there's that. Not that, but these <laughs> games themselves are like 15 years old. They're also very old, and I don't know if the average person who's really into Fallout 76, whoever the hell they are, um, is would be interested in playing a, 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 a top-down Fallout game from 1997. I don't know. It's, I don't know that person. Who does? All right. Uh, let's move on. Our next story is about speedrunning, and you know how much we love speedrunning. However, this podcast. is not about uh, amazing games done, awesome games done quick. No, it's not. But it, it is about the Global Speedrun Association. Get ready for competitions. Uh, it will be called uh, a, a competition called PACE. Which I guess is an acronym, but you don't have what that stands for. They did not give the acronym. <laughs> All right, there will be a competitive runs during this of Super Mario 64, Celeste, and Super Mario Odyssey happening in April of next year. Location and ticket info is to be announced in the coming weeks. However, some speedrunners are not taking this as a good sign, as they say that it bends to calling it esports and could lead to sports betting and move away from the hobbyist nature of, of what they do. Well, here's the other thing. When you do speedruns, you usually restart a bunch of times yeah. in order to get that one perfect speedrun. Yeah. But to get do like a good speedrun at a consistent basis is intense. Like when we watch Amazing Games Dunk or even mm-hmm. Summer Games Dunk, yeah. like, they'll do like four mar- four player Mario Race competitions. They'll do competent. Well, they'll do competitions. It's just that. 
the framing is different. As yes. soon as the context changes from this is for charity and then this is for bragging rights, yeah. like that's a different mood. And then you have kind of like I, I kind of agree with speed run, some of the speedrunners here, where it like kind of moves away from the spirit of the community. Right. It's like they're a bunch of friends. That's all that community has been and always will like always ha- like has been and still is. It's just like it's just people who get together and talk about the games they love and run them really fast. It's never about who has the best time. It's always about how the community works to get to the best time. Well, yeah, because it's, it's not just one person who figures out... It's several people. Like, the glitches or the speed cuts or the shortcuts. It's a community effort of, yeah. well, hey, guys, I found this. Try this out. This will save you ten seconds. Yeah. It's disappointing, uh, but we'll see what this thing actually is once they we kind of we get closer to April... Uh, yeah. When they run it. Also, uh, speaking of, we're getting very, very close to Awesome Games Done Quick. Which yes. will be in January. Yes, it will be in January the 13th, the, the second Sunday yes. of the year, and will run yes. that entire week. Wait, is that... Th- yeah, that's the 13th, I think. Yeah, I'm very excited. I can't wait to see more. I love it. It's one of my favorite things uh, that happens every year. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very excited. Well, it happens twice, twice a year. year. Uh, this one, I think, is for the... Doctors Without Borders. Oh, okay, I think I think you're right. It's either Doctors Without Borders or it's the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Yeah. It's one of those two. They always flip them between, uh, between January them. and July. Yep. All right, let's move on then into uh, an update about PlayStation Plus. So we have PlayStation Plus. We do have PlayStation Plus. I like it for the free games. Well, uh, there'll be less free games soon. Aww. As Sony has confirmed, they will no longer be offering free games for the PlayStation 3 or PlayStation Vita's uh, uh, platform starting in March of next year. We knew about we this. Knew we reported reported on yes. this. Uh, but in case you're wondering about how like the PlayStation Plus program has been going, here's some uh, fun facts for you. So is it worth it? Well, Sony has given away 76 video games at more than $1,500 in games for PlayStation 4, PS3, and PS Vita so far. That's a lot. Yes, but that's also if you're going to use yeah, all well, three platforms. Uh, the game averages a critical score of 70, uh, which is two points lower than last year, in case you were wondering. Uh, most of the game's scores, uh, or the average price per game, by the way, that uh, you're saving, if you remember, mm-hmm. $19.85, which is pretty good, an average age of 3.2 years old. Uh, a lot of newer games have been putting it on the service, which mm-hmm. is probably moving that average up. Probably. Uh, most of the, Or down, I guess. Most of the game's scores range between 60 to 80, uh, with only three games over a 90. Uh, I would guess that's probably when they did, like... Uh, Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. I'm trying to think of what the, it, like the most critically. Oh, Journey, like stuff like they Journey, did Journey would have upticked that. Uh, they did God of War Three Remastered would have been up there. Yeah, but yeah, um, it will be interesting to see where it goes uh, with those with those platforms dropping off uh, from here, and what what they will try to incentivize having just PlayStation Four games on. There. Well, so far there's only two. They only offer two games for PS4. Right. So that's dropping from 76 games a year to 48. Yeah. But still, I would say it's still a good deal. Uh, you need PlayStation Plus to, plus to play online anyways. So if you're already doing that, then it's pretty cool that you get free games every month. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you need it to go online, yeah. are the free games just, like, a giveaway at that point? I think Or would they go away from it because you need an I online subscription? I think at this point, I mean, it's mostly the free games that are making that thing worth it. 
At least to me. Yeah. I don't play online that much, though. I don't either, but I like it when I am able to. Yeah, it's like, it's like why I bought the Nintendo one. is because, like, I know I'm eventually going to need to have this. Yes. All right, well, that's our last story, then, about um, uh, video games, which means that's our last story about the Media Vote podcast, because all I've played is more Super Smash Brothers, but you guys already knew that. Uh, I got... Well, I didn't get... To, I, so I bought my roommate... Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. So I will be getting into that okay. for one month and exactly one month. One month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. As at the end of January comes Kingdom Hearts yes. 3. And, and your entire life will be over. My, You'll have to play that nonstop. Yeah. Uh, for a uh, hundred plus hours. Until yeah. I 100% everything until on that. Until it's over. And then I get to redo it again. Yep. <laughs> so look forward to that content. Uh, but for now, that will do it for the Media Boat Podcast. And that wraps it for Season 3 we're of done. the Media Boat Podcast. Well, yeah, we'll be we're back. done episodic Season 3. Yeah, we have our specials to come, as I mentioned. Uh, tomorrow, we will have music going up for our year-end wrap-up. Friday, we will have video games going up. And on the 31st, we will have our special final uh, 2018 wrap-up special. Uh, then... Stay tuned, though, because January comes with a new season of the Media Boat Podcast, entering season four with a uh, bang. We will be changing up the format a little bit. And, Do you want to talk about that here? Or uh, no, I want to be a uh, surprise that we'll explain on our first show. Okay. So, yeah, we'll talk about that and more uh, when we get to it in the new year, in 2019. But so, now, that's, so our first show would be January 2nd, then? January 2nd. Would be 2019. Crazy, right? Oh, one, 20, two. Ni- 2019. We're almost to the 20s. The Roaring 20s. The Roaring 20s. Back again. <laughs> All right. The Re-Roaring uh, 20s? <laughs> the Re-Roaring 20s. Uh, but yeah, for now, uh, that will do it. Ch- tune into our specials the next couple days and our um, special on the 31st. Right, but for want- now, Happy New Year and have a good one, guys. All right. You want to plug away? Uh, well, yeah. I didn't mention, if you want to watch us live, our next live show will be in January. But if you, uh, just to let you know, you can subscribe anytime. To our YouTube channel. Just search YouTube.com. Search uh, Media Bow Podcast on there. Find and subscribe and you'll uh, get notifications when we go live. It's pretty cool. We're also on uh, audio form on uh, podcast sources like Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your RSS feed driven podcasts. Type in Media Bow Podcast and you'll find us there. And that's where you can download our audio only specials, including the ones we mentioned about our year and wrap up. You can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter at, at Media Boatcast. We're on Facebook. Just search Media Boat Podcast. You'll find our page. We're on Patreon if you want to donate to us as little as a dollar a month. Um, next year, maybe we'll have some more uh, news about Patreon, depending on if we actually get some help over there. <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv is where you can find us streaming video games every once in a while. It's Twitch.tv slash Media Boat. I'm sure we'll be streaming some Kingdom Hearts in January. When oh, we will. That. Uh, in fact, you might even be streaming some Red Dead for us. Uh, maybe. I got the Xbox version for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can hook that up. Uh, yep. Figure that out. Maybe we'll be doing some streaming of Red Dead then. Uh, pretty soon here. Uh, then, lastly, uh, I think of that. Mike. Oh, and MediaBoatPodcast.com um, will prob- probably be returning next year once we figure out exactly how we want to treat the content on there. Yep. Uh, but for now, that'll do it. So, uh, see you guys on, on our specials or next year. Well, or next year. Or, yeah. yeah. Or 2019. Or you can go back and listen to our specials right now. Right now. All right, bye. Okay, bye. bye.